Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for today. And we thank you for all the good things you have given us yesterday. The new things you have taught us, the revelations we have gained and received from you. We thank you for all the love that you have showered on us through your presence, but also indirectly through all your destiny. Help us through our family, through our friends. We thank you, Father, that you are there with us and for us. That despite the mistakes we have made, you continue to call us to yourself this morning. You convict us through your spirit. Showing us the areas where we have fallen short. And how we can come around those. The learnings we must gain from them so that we might be purified. Like silver is purified. And Brother Shavio shared a very powerful teaching there. A reflection on Malachi 3 verse 3. I encourage all of you that have not read that to please go onto the Facebook page or onto our Telegram channel and have a read through it. And that is an ongoing process in our life, in our journey with him as we take our steps further into the kingdom. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our lives every single day. And the peace and the joy you do not stop pouring. That which comes from you that which helps us renew and leave some part that must be left behind. Some part that was still in darkness that you now illuminate. And transform that part of our lives. And that same peace and joy, Lord, that brings about renewal in our mind, in our thoughts, in our understanding of your ways and of your will. We want to share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of prayer requests and those that have no one to pray for them as well. We share it also with those that are called Christians and have not yet encountered you personally. They do not know you. You are still a religion for them. And with all those that do not want to know you. Draw them near to you, Father. And quicken them that they might call on your name and be delivered. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on the name of our King, our Maker, our Creator, our Father. The one who is able to make all grace abound towards us. Whose hands are not short to redeem us. He is the preserver of men, the faithful one. The one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. The one whom we can meet at the mercy seat in our place, our secret place of prayer. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus. Son of that great I am. The bridge, of the bridge to the father. He is the way, the truth and the life. The one through whom we have salvation and redemption. The author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. And we pray in the name of his spirit, this breath of the father, the spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. 
the one who heals our backsliding. He is also the one, the God who made his tabernacle, his place of dwelling within us, within our body, that we might now become his temple. We might carry his presence with us everywhere. And because his temple is within us, we can live a life of constant worship and communion with him. So that when God is with and for us and in us, who can be and stand against us? We have to come to that realization and understanding the authority and that presence that is within us. We can definitely dare say who can be against us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with all these gifts, with your Son, with your Spirit, with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies, with the angels, with destiny, help us. Jesus, you have blessed us with your blood covenant. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the, your word and with the gift of prayer, the ability to speak and to command abundance that ability to then walk into dominion, that which you have already given us as a right. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your mercy, that you renew for us every morning, knowing our vulnerability and weakness, knowing our susceptibility to temptation, knowing the limitations of our knowledge. But yet you continue to teach us and school us in the spirit that we are able to gradually learn and understand the ways of the enemy as well, so that we can submit to you and to your will, your word. We are able to resist the enemy until he gets tired and flees from us. We thank you, Father, for your constant love, your everlasting love, the love of a father that does not change no matter our mistakes. You love us all the same, yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you, Lord. And today, we see that very same love exemplified in Jesus. In his exchange with Peter, during that night of his passion, the night he suffered, we shall read, from Matthew chapter 26, verses 31 to 35, where after their last supper together, Jesus spoke of what was to come on the disciples. And he said in verse 31, you will, fall, you will all fall away because of me this night. Delusioned, disillusioned about me, confused, and some even ashamed of me. For it is written in the scriptures, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised to life, I will go ahead of you to Galilee, leading the way. Peter then replied to him, though they all fall away because of you and doubt and disown you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, I will assure you, I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, this night before a rooster crows, 
you will completely deny me three times. Peter said to Jesus, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same thing. But eventually we see that as he is bound and led to the high priest and being questioned, Peter has three opportunities where the maid who kept the door and one of the soldiers standing by asked him and connected him with Jesus. And he said, no, I do not know the man. He denied him three times. Now, what does this really mean for him and for us? Is there something to learn there? But in the longer picture, in the bigger picture, we see that despite that denial, Jesus did not reject him. So let's, let's to understand this, let's first look at history. In Matthew 16, verse 18, Jesus gave him charge over the flock, over the people, the church, where he said, I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock of your faith, I will build my church. And the gates of heaven, uh, gates of Hades will not overcome it. And here that same Peter denied him, denied even knowing him. So what happened to Peter who was willing to die then? Was willing to die with him just the night, just the evening before actually. And this was as the evening passed into the night, he denied him three times. Now let's look at Luke 22, verse 31, the other version. Where Jesus also, where it is recorded that Jesus also said to him, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked or sought to sift all of you as wheat. So Satan's plan was to strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Jesus knew this. So he said in the very next verse, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. When you have turned back, meaning he expected Simon to turn away. Only then would he turn back. But, and he was confident in his prayer that Simon's faith would not fail. He would turn back. And then as part of that turning away, Simon went on to deny him three times before the rooster crows. Now, when does a rooster crow? The rooster would normally crow at dawn, just before the coming of light over the darkness on the land, just before a new day. So before the light were to come over Peter, that is before he was to receive strength by this light, spiritually speaking now, he would reiterate his fleshly weakness and deny Jesus out of fear. But when the light and consequently strength comes upon him, then comes renewal. And that is why we see what Jesus said in that verse. And when you are turned back, Strengthen your brothers. 
Now, an important, another important thing here was that was not for Peter to die with Jesus. He had to lead the flock, the people after Jesus. So he had to undergo a process of building as well. It was important for him to stay in the first instance, but more so in the next steps, a building. And that starts with humbling. If he was to be a leader and take responsibility, he first had to be humbled. Only in our weakness do we realize what God's strength is because we surrender to him. And his strength is made perfect in our weakness. As long as we are not weak and try to rely on our physical strength and exercise that strength, not his, we do not come to that realization of his power working within us. We are in a way rejecting that power. Though ignorantly sometimes. So Peter had to go through that process of conviction. Where after denying he was convicted. And in the Bible says he went outside and wept bitterly. Now till then he had operated in fear. Forgetting the authority that Jesus had given him. If you look at a few verses before that, Jesus said, I am giving you the keys in Matthew 16. I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. He forgot about that authority. But when that conviction came, and the decision that he made there at that moment is what kicked off his ministry. Had he not denied Jesus, the zeal for the church would not have been built to what it was. His love for Jesus would not grow unless it was tested. And then we see in, after the resurrection when Jesus appeared to them while they were fishing. Jesus asked Peter three times, do you love me more than these? It was that test for love. That was now culminating here in this question. How much do you love me? Was really what he meant. What are you willing to do for that love? And Peter said all three times, Lord, you know I do. He was now humble. But he was also fearless. He had become a vessel that was ready to be used. And so Jesus' answer to him was, feed my lambs, take care of my people. You are now ready, literally what it meant was, you are now ready to be a leader, to lead my people. Peter had undergone that transformation. Sometimes I wonder, had he not denied Jesus three times, how different would it have been? In our lives too, we may undergo a testing of our faith and our love for Jesus. But when we hold on and we don't let go, or alternatively, when we learn from our failures and our mistakes, more importantly, to become a better person who does not go back to that same experience of sin again, then like Peter, he is willing to forgive us and bless us too. 
Notice he did not send Peter away and said, you are not worthy after you have denied me three times. Not worthy of carrying that responsibility on your shoulders. He didn't go about looking for someone else. He maintained that same position of you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church. He reinforced the commission that he gave to Peter by saying, feed my lambs. And the same he does for us as well. The assignment that he has set for us in our lives will not be dampened by us denying him out of our weakness. He knows and he understands our weakness. But if we are willing to work with him through the spirit, to be tested in the fire like silver, just as Brother Savio shared in his reflection. And the key part that really touched me in that reflection was where he mentioned the silversmith continues to hold the piece of silver in the fire until such a point where he can see his own image in that silver. That is when he knows that the silver has been purified. And for us, that really means until that reflection of Galatians 2.20 is seen in there. It is no longer I, but my Christ who lives in me. Until he can see his image in me, then it is he living through me. A powerful reflection there. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray for forgiveness for our sins, for our failures, for our shortcomings, for all the times we have denied Jesus to. Out of fear of what people would say, out of embarrassment, out of fear of being singled out. Whatever be our weakness in that moment, Lord, we surrender it to you. And I ask for the grace of obedience to your will and a spirit of boldness like Peter to bear that witness thereon after. To witness to your love in our lives, to your presence and the wonders that you have worked in our lives to, to reveal our testimony and to carry your word, your gospel that other lives might be saved and transformed as well. To be like Peter, the rock. So that on that rock, when you decide to build your church, all those lives that will be saved through our testimony and through our carrying of the gospel. We are willing, we are submitted and surrendered to you, not out of fear, but out of our love for you. Out of what we know of you. I ask for this edification in our spirit today, Lord. That after denying you three times, we are able to be convicted as well in the spirit and rise again. And this time rise irreversibly. But we shall not go back, but we shall stand in boldness. And along with that spiritual edification, I also pray for our physical and temporal needs, Father. For all the requests that have been mentioned on the prayer group. For those of our families as well. 
We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Especially the COVID disease. Those that are hospitalized this day, that will undergo any kind of procedures or testing this day. We thank you, Father, that the report that you provide there is in accordance with your will, not that of the enemy. And we plead the blood of Jesus that speaks forgiveness over their life, that speaks restoration and renewal. We plead that blood that of the blood covenant over these, your servants, Lord. Over these, the children of your inheritance. We take a moment there to pray, to remember all those that we are praying for. The ones that we are praying for healing in body and in spirit. We pray also for all those families that are embattled this day, that are facing the prospect of separation, where the enemy is seeking to steal from them. Lord, we cover these families as well as every family of the Brisbane Prayer Group by your precious blood. We plead the advocacy of that blood over their lives today. We welcome you into their homes, Jesus, on their behalf, that you shall come in and dine with them and commune with them. We put on their, our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will that you have for us, for each of our lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of these and to protect and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Spiritual strongholds that we so often ignore and only look to the physical side of it and blame the person. We speak to those spiritual strongholds that we are praying for right now. We take a moment to remember all those people that we are praying for that we can see are yoked to the ground, that are suffering under bondage, under limitation through physical ailments, through financial challenges, through busyness in their lives. Any kind of spiritual bondage that exists there, Lord, we come against it in the name and the authority of Jesus, the King of Kings, the name that is above every other name. And under his authority, the authority of Great Commission, we speak against these spiritual strongholds. We curse, we rebuke, and we bind them in the name of Jesus and cast them out of these lives right now. We enforce that authority of the King. We command the angels that he has given charge over each of these lives to enforce that order, that command, as the voice of the word. Let it be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling financial challenges in their lives, especially. Those that are seeking new jobs, but the new opportunities continue to elude them. That every spiritual chain of bondage that stands in their way be broken. Lord, reveal the key to these doors, to these your children. 
so that by employing the keys that are required to open this door, they can be opened. And every door that does not have a key, at the power of prophecy under the authority of Jesus, we break open that door. So that not just, it is not just opened, but it is opened permanently and can never be shut again in these lives. That they might be connected with their destiny that you have planned for them. And it is your plan of abundance, Lord, not to put them in harm's way or suffering. That is not why you came. I call for an enforcement of that abundance over their lives in the name of Jesus. That every bronze gate in their path be cut down, every iron bar be cut in sunder. That they be connected with their destiny. In the name of Jesus. We pray also for the needs of our families and our friends, especially those that have not yet been saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, and draw them to you, just as your word in John 6, 44 says, unless you draw them, they cannot come. But when you draw them to you and they are quickened, they shall call on your name, the name of Jesus. The only name given under heaven by which they can be saved and they shall be delivered. Every single one of them. We take a moment also to pray for our own personal needs. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer in faith, your spirit moves. He who prays and intercedes with and for us, the executor of your will, it is he who moves and transforms every dark, void, shapeless, formless situation in our lives that we have raised through prayer into a manifestation of a miracle, into a new creation. And all the old, all the limited must pass away and be made new. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in as we pray. And all those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release your faith in your tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kataya <laughs> <laughs> 
Scripture the Lord has given me in Psalms 1 6, in Psalms 2 to 6. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Chapter 2 Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The king of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed, saying, let us burst their bonds asunder and cast their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord has them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath. And terrify them in his fury, saying, I have set my king on Zion, my holy mountain. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 
Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Isaiah 40, verse 31, where it is written, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Amen, Lord. Thank you for that reminder. And the verses that I am, that I have been given are from the book of John, chapter 3, verse 27 to 30. Where it is written, John answered and said, a man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I am sent before him. He that has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which stands and hears him, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6, where it is written, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder that there will be no Bible study session this Friday. And we will also not have the, the Divine Mercy and Daily Rosary on the Thursday evening, the evening of Holy Thursday, and on the afternoon of Good Friday. However, the morning encounters with the Lord will continue to run on both days. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes from his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Wednesday, everyone. Thank, Thank you, brother. Thank you, God bless everyone. Thank you, Bye. 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 Bye.